on this week's episode of Bungalow of the Bus. It's our 150th episode. Hey. 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 Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm like a snowflake, one and unique. Brandon O'Connor from Bungalore.com. For a second there, I think people were like, is he there or is John just by himself <laughs> tonight? I, can't, I, I had to like wait until I was touched by an angel and came up with something. You were touched by an angel? Yep. I'll show you on the doll <laughs> when it touched me. <laughs> so uh, tonight, Brendan, uh, first of all, I'm going to tell people I have a little bit of a cold. So if I, if I sound weird, that's just my voice. It's That's just not me voice. having a cold. But I might cough every now and then. I'm going to try to take the microphone and move it away. I have to disclose, I'm not a very good friend because deep inside, I'm happy you're sick and I'm not sick for once. All right, that's We're okay. Always, isn't that bad? That's okay. It's <laughs> not a good friend. Not a good friend. I should be I should be sad for you. No, it's okay. I'd be happy if I wasn't sick. All right. I think you and generally you are. are laughing at me, so yeah. that's good. Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including Mills 50, where we are tonight. We're at a, a new bar, Bellicoso. Bellicoso, yeah, cigars. Do and, I have to uh, say it like that? How do I? Bellicoso. I make it sound Italian, but it's not Italian. Is it not Italian? I don't think so. We'll find out in the break. I think it's Italian. Uh, the kitchen is run by Smoke and Donuts, which was a food truck. Now they are running everything out of this big, massive kitchen downstairs, and we are hanging out on the patio. It's a little chilly. A little bit. Not but, too bad. But this is where everybody is uh, sending up smoke signals with their fancy cigars. Yeah, yeah. It's a cigar bar, so if you like cigars, you can come over here and yeah. uh, Do smoke your a thing. cigar. Smoke a cigar and look at things. We, I'm going to say before we keep going, John, do you want to go run over and sit underneath that heater? We can't. Maybe at the break we can. All right. Yeah, all right. we'll move. There's a heater here. Right, there's if you get heater. cold, we can go to the heater. Yeah, and if anybody tries to get it first, we'll send our producer over to Glade Claim and lick it. Yeah. Lick it like a cookie. Yeah, so this is a brand <laughs> new place. Used to be uh, Four Rebels Tacos. And before and that, it was... A coffee place that didn't last too long. Segafredo. Segafredo. Oh, another Italian thing. So hopefully thing. we can... I keep something here for longer than five this, minutes. This seems like a winning mix to me, and it's already more people here than I've ever seen at the other very true. venues. So, I, I, you know, and they know how to run an Instagram. A lot of, a lot of bald men like cigars. They do. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a daddy, <laughs> this is the place to find one. But I would say, I mean, bald older guys have money, so that's a good clientele to have, I mm -hmm. guess. I, maybe that's why I like them so much. <laughs> Put me through college. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so come check it out. I'm, I'm having a hot toddy tonight. Yeah, you are. And he's not bald either. <laughs> I hope that helps. Uh, I just got back from a trip. Yeah, tell us about your trip, So you Brendan. pulled all this together. Uh, I went to Nashville for a family reunion. Tennessee, not Nashville, Florida. No, Nashville. I don't think there is a Nashville, Florida. I don't think so either. But what do I know? I'm Canadian. Uh, got together with family. Johnny was awesome. I had so much fun. I came back with a pair of purple crocodile cowboy boots oh looking gorgeous i got a dress in atlanta that is the biggest most fabulous thing i've ever seen in my life okay i'll be wearing that later <laughs> keep your eyes on my instagram at b keeps if you <laughs> want to follow along and then uh i stayed last night in seaside florida on my way home which we studied in school i've always wanted to go oh wait is that the plant community it is. All right, one of the first. Yeah, one, one of, the, of the first. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a resort, really, more than a... They, they use traditional town planning elements to design it, 
And uh, so they have like a town square, super cute little post office. But then the elements from this were what were used to design Baldwin Park. Ah, okay. So yeah, people, it, it like kind of made the mold for really neat, er, they call it new urbanism. Ah. And it kind of launched new urbanism. And man, it is pretty. And so there's pictures of that online. We'll be sharing some of our tips that are cool. up straight tripping column. And then I made my way home. Cool. How, how yeah. does Nashville compare to Orlando? Uh, you know what? I try to think of that every time I go. Like, are there any lessons in each city? And uh, Nashville, although I feel it felt much larger and the neighborhoods were kind of super cool. Older. They, older. Older. A lot yeah. of older family money. Yeah. Uh, which was definite in some of the neighborhoods where I was hanging out. Uh, but they got some crime downtown. Yeah? Yeah. They're, they're dealing with crime, and, and they're also dealing with some, like, really poor, ignored neighborhoods that, from what I could see, had not been touched for a long time. So, I, I for whatever reason, Orlando, since it's a little bit smaller and newer. I don't I think feel it's like, smaller, though. Yeah, I think it is. Geographically, like, when you look at the neighborhoods and the way it's spread out, it yeah. just felt like... More, there's more flipping in our neighborhoods. There's more money going back, a little more gentrification. Because some of these buildings in Nashville were gorgeous. Yeah. But you could tell that they hadn't been touched for like 20 yeah. years. Well, it's older. Like I said, it's an older city. Yeah. So they've gone through that cycle, I guess, already. Yeah. Maybe in some of their neighborhoods. Uh, I don't know. I need to digest a little bit more. All right. But really cool trip. And, uh, Thank you for picking up the slack this week yeah, for so our 150th episode. I know. We sort of waited to say that. This is our 150th episode of Bungalow on the Bus. Who knew we'd get past two? I I didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> when we When we started doing this, we like barely knew each other. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Right? I No, I didn't really know. I mean, I knew you a little bit, but... Like you were writing for us like a little bit. Like yeah. You, uh, right off the set, Nolan, and you were offered this gig through Jack Bradshaw. Yeah. Right? At yeah. Real Radio. I didn't even know what Real Radio was, John. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, we're on Real Radio yeah. right now. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> if you're tuning in later, we're on a podcast. So I, I had no idea. So thank you so much for uh, having this idea. We've had a lot of fun. We've gone to dozens and dozens and dozens of new and different places around Orlando. I think we're one of the few that go to... Um, <coughs> different restaurants and bars every time we do a show we record yeah we record remotely every time nobody yeah. else is doing that every time. now and then we're in my backyard but very rarely but you have a really nice backyard that's true yeah i like looking at it you have it and you hold my hand when we put a campfire on and that's like, true i like that that's like true that. so uh <laughs> onward i guess uh I, it, I'm, 150 I'm, more. 150 more maybe maybe 100 more well, <laughs> we'll why, see. why go crazy Keep sipping on your hot toddy. I will, I will. But, Brendan, while you were gone, we had a lot of news happen here in Orlando. So one thing particular, technically not really the the zones we usually talk about, which is usually downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods, but this was sort of... I think this applies. ...bigger news around our our region. So this has been sort of brewing these last few weeks. Uh, Universal Orlando, they want a a new road. They really, really, really want a new road okay. that goes to their new theme park that they haven't started building yet. So their new theme park is called Epic Universe. 
You know about this? I knew we need to use the ultimate I-4 to get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Epic Universe is going to be their, their next theme park. Okay. And I don't think it opens till like 2023 or something Weird like name. that. It what might is, be even farther. Than what that. is it an allusion to? Like? Uh, I, I don't really know what's going to be, okay. like what lands. Actually, no, I do know because they haven't said what it's going to be. They, oh. they sort of kept that quiet. Although they brought the rights to... Uh, Nintendo stuff years ago. Oh, I'd like that. So, <laughs> I'd go so to there a Nintendo. There could be a Nintendo land. thing. Okay. A uh, little off topic. You know my favorite thing at Universal? What? I like that uh, comic strip zone that they have. Okay. Like the ones from the oh, comics Marvel from like... Ni- no, 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 no. They have those old newspaper cartoons from like 1920. Like where you stand under the thought yes, bubble? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen that. I like that. <laughs> I don't even know who that, uh, who likes those. Like, who are they trying to get? Everyone takes their photo. Great, great, great grandpa who used to watch uh, Dagwood. I picked, read Dagwood in the old newspaper. I had that in a pitch that I sent to Audubon Park because they have the, all these old signposts where yeah. there's nothing hanging off of them. And I sent that to them and I was like, you need more selfie opportunities. Put thought bubbles off of them. I love you're it. Already, you're already uh, allowed to have signs here. It was already approved by the city of Orlando. Put up something that people can stand under. They didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't do it. I'll just do it myself. That's a good idea. Write it on cardboard. I love it. So anyway, <laughs> so so Universal wants this new road. And so they uh, they approached the, the county and they said, this road's going to cost a lot of money. We don't want to pay for it. We don't really want to pay for it. Uh-huh. Can, can you guys pay for it? And so this happened on Tuesday night. The Orange County Commission approved this road. It's actually a $305 million road, but the, the county's going to chip in $125 million of it. Oh, so they're not going to pay for the whole thing. They're not paying for the whole thing. They're just paying for a large chunk of it. <laughs> it's a 1.7-mile stretch of road that costs $300 million. So it's, it's kind of on the pricey side. But also, it really at this moment, I have feelings. What, I have feelings bubbling up. Keep this going. Is, this is what some people say. It really sort of only benefits one organization right now, and that's Universal, because it's they, really not going towards anything else except for their new. Remember a couple episodes ago, park. John, when we were talking about uh, the Uber, the rideshare station that they yes. want. But they're, they said, we want this, but we don't want to pay this for it. This is at Universal. They want an Uber station or a rideshare station, but so, they don't want to pay for it. They so they're making other people pay yeah, for it. Yeah, and Uber is like, well, we're not going to pay for it. And if you have to have it, then we'll make our riders pay for it. Yeah. So now riders have to pay. Like a $4 surcharge. Yeah. To, like, get dropped off. And, like, you're if you're out there at Universal, you're like, well, I got to pay it. Like, yeah, <laughs> how else am I going to get here? Get dropped off at TGI Fridays across the highway? <laughs> like, nobody's going to do that. No. So, anyway. No. They uh, they sort of pushed their weight around a little bit, and they they got this road. Now now this commission meeting lasted hours and hours and hours, Brendan. And good. They had, oh, they had dozens of people speak out it's for a lot and of against money. it. And supposedly there may be some people there who were paid to be there, but we we don't know if that's true or not. By Universal? Uh, maybe organizations that want the road or don't want the road. The, what the organizations point? would want a road other than Universal? Probably just Universal. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see that list of organizations that spoke on behalf of them and say, oh, I'd love it. And then yeah. they get a thousand, you know, $10,000 grant from their, yeah. And this was this was what was reported in the Orlando Sentinel, so I'm, I'm taking my uh, info from them. Well, I see your notes here that there is a green guy there, too. <laughs> yeah, so there was a guy who was dressed up as the Grinch, and I think <laughs> he was against it. And he, and he read a poem about why he was against it. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, it was kind of clever. Yeah, so we're talking about it, so it anyway, obviously worked. Anyway, uh, 4-3 decision. 
pretty close, but in favor. It pa- in, in favor. So it passed. Okay, so I have things to say. So yeah. it's not okay for a park to have this much power. Oh yeah, so they're an eleven billion dollar company. I should say they're owned by Comcast. Right. So last last year, I think they made eleven billion dollars. Remember when Volcano Bay had the electricity shock thing? Yeah, that was this year. Right, and the Lazy River. Someone was shocked. A couple people, even yes. employees. Um, and then it turned out that there was a cover up. Cover up might be a strong word. There was some funny business with uh, yeah, OUC. Orlando Sentinel yeah. asked for yeah. the reports from OUC, and OUC asked Universal first if they could disclose yeah. the public documents. Yeah. And Universal said no. And then the Sentinel was like, you can't ask Universal. <laughs> of course they're going to say no. You're a public entity. Yeah. And this is your job to disclose these documents. But how weird then that Universal thinks that they can control what our public utility can and can't say about a public it, it safety shows, I mean, it kind of shows the power of not just Universal, but, no. I mean, Disney as well. I mean, I, I'm not saying Disney is part of this, but. Well, they were smart to have their own. <laughs> You know, Disney has their own electric utility. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. their own roads and all yeah. that. So, so it's kind of a private utility. So so the, the, the reverse side of this, before you go too farther, Brendan, okay. there's two there's two reverse sides of this. One is that um, obviously Universal's making an investment in Orange County, and so they're going to get there. I'm just I'm just saying the other side of it. Don't give me that face. Hey, no, but our listeners can't see the face all I'm right. making. Well, I can. <laughs> so so the other side is, you know, in, in future years, this is going to get paid back in so many taxes and so many tourists and so many everything that yeah. it's going to be. They'll that, get paid back directly. I know. Themselves. I know. Yeah. So like, and the, and the other side, the other the other argument has also been that yes, the county pitched in 125 million dollars, but uh, Universal is basically pitching in the rest of it. So I will say, is this an opportunity to be using tourist tax development dollars? This has been the big yes. conversation lately. That's exactly what it should be paying for. Is for. Like if we can start using the money for from the tourist tax, teachers uh, and police and transportation, people that are affected directly yeah. by tourism yeah. versus buying, you know, a ballet company, so, so a multi-million-dollar <laughs> new building. Like, yes, it's awesome. So the day before this this vote, right. Universal and the county had a big news conference where Universal donated, I think it was, a lot of acres of land to build affordable housing. The day before, and acres of land for mass transit. Yeah, so like that should be, we should be able to get a hold of those documents because that was clearly part oh, yeah. of a, an well, agreement. Well, they made. They with just the wanted to do a good thing, according to Universal. I think it wasn't like a hey, we're going to do this, so we want the 125 million. Yes, it was. Uh, well, it might have been, but I'm saying that's not that's what? not how it's spelled out, probably in in documents. I'm going to vomit. I don't like that at all. And I also want to say we talked about this. Off air before this started, if somebody's building a house, like or, or updating a house, the city makes them pay for the sidewalk to go in front of their house, yeah. right? And they're in their driveway. So, if they're building a hotel, why are they exempt from having to build the road? I don't know. Do any other developments get the county to pay for the road? Does uh, this set a precedent know. for anybody who's building? A high, an Orange County based development. They can all just ask the county to build whatever they want. So, so I think I also read one other story uh, about how there was also some talk about if this maybe didn't go through or didn't work out or wasn't going to work out. Universal 
said something along the lines of, well, maybe we'll just get annexed into the city. Well, they would they? They, I mean, I would guess their taxes they, be higher. Yeah, but they could. Maybe isn't the city the, would pay for this. Or that's maybe, not the city. It's District Six, it's, isn't it? It's uh, it's the county. That's why the county voted on all oh. this. Interesting. Yeah. So once you do that, all all your ta- all your your taxes go to the city instead of the county. County doesn't want to lose the, all those taxes they get from Universal Orlando. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. I'd actually like to see what the city has to do for them anyway. Right? Since yeah. they're there, the city's probably if they're not, if we're not getting tax dollars from it. But what does the city have to do for them since they're they're in within city limits? They're not though. But that's I'm pretty sure. That, I don't like think I they say, are. All right. Or maybe this new one's not. Maybe the maybe the original. Maybe Universal is. I don't know. I haven't seen a map of all of it. It's not my beat, but yeah. I got anyway, opinions. It's been a lot of talk on that one this week. A lot of, I'm sorry, I missed a lot it of all nasty this. finger wagging by some columnists, Thank local you. columnists too. Scott Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him on. I want to get him on. Well, we gotta get we gotta get some other people before. Yeah, I have a long list of people that we need to chat with. <laughs> all right, Brendan, moving on. Uh, do you, oh, you want to say something? No, you tell me about this. All right. You rent a house, Brendan? I do. I don't. You are a I am of one third of the 33.33% people 33.33% of Orlando residents. So this was the story in the Orlando Weekly. Sorry to go to your competitor here. But uh, they were... I'm flattered you consider them my competitor. <laughs> million dollar company. That's right. But uh, you're a million dollar man over there. I'm sure. Uh, two thirds. Two thirds of Orlando residents rent their homes, which is compared to the average... One third of Americans rent their homes, which is interesting because when you look at the skyrocketing cost of rent, right? That's that's a huge uh, portion of Orlando's population yeah. that is home insecure, right? Yeah. Like, where do they go? <laughs> Two thirds well, of Orlando residents rent. I think, and the average rent is like what fifteen hundred thousand? Twelve? Fifteen hundred dollars? It's eleven hundred. Twelve? That makes. 1100 11 or 12. I guess if that takes All in over. Metro, Metro Orlando. Orlando. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, talking Deltona. <laughs> so, is Deltona considered Metro yeah, Orlando? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Huh. I think so. All right. But no, anyway. Uh, I like I mean, being the one that doesn't know anything. This is fun. <laughs> I'm going to do this next week, too. So, so if I, I did all the notes tonight. That's why maybe why I'm talking more. I like it. You know, I like uh, it. I like yeah, you yeah. schooling me on things. So, so yeah, uh, one, two-thirds of Orlando residents rent their homes compared to one-third of the rest of the country. We are the 16th ranked 16th most renters in the country. Wow. Which, and is that, do you think it's because we have, like, I think we're transient. We have a transient community still. I think also it's it's low income jobs. I yeah. mean, it's a lot of money to put a down payment on a house. A lot of apartments. Yeah, right? apartments all oh, in the peripheries. They said they drew, they built forty four thousand apartments in the last ten years here in Orlando. I believe more than it. most cities. For getting fifteen hundred people a week in Orlando, I don't think it's that many. I, Is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. All going to kiss city. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good job. Good job, Orlando Weekly. Yeah, they well, they just got a study from somebody who probably sent out a press release. <laughs> but I wrote about this next one. All right. Tin and Taco opened up another location. They are just springing up like uh, flowers. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything good there. <laughs> Corn flowers. Corn mushrooms. <laughs> or tacos. Or tacos. <laughs> they have, it's their fourth location. Fourth location? Fourth. Fourth, location. yeah. That's what I said in the writing, anyway. Hopefully it was fourth. Uh, Open in a cursed spot, though. 
I don't know if it's cursed. What has lasted there longer than was, two years? It was scratch. Yeah. I don't know what was there before scratch. Well, it was like that when we first moved here, my wife and I, she's here tonight, uh, it was like a Japanese <laughs> jazz kitchen or something. Do you remember that? It was called like... Well, I'd like to blame it obviously on the concept <laughs> no, and, it, and, not, <laughs> and not the space. It was called, it was called like, no, Saki Lounge, wasn't it? Saki Saki. Wasn't it called Saki Lounge? I don't know. Two socks, two fresh sockies. So I should say this is over off of Fairbanks in New York, across the street from. I said a great concept. Yeah, a beach Japanese part called uh, Saki and Sandals. All right. Oh, Saki that's it. Oh, Saki they're gonna add something oh, to that. It. That's it. It's Japanese on a beach. I love it. I Saki love it. and Sandals. Okay, keep going. It's anyway, like, it's right there on Fairbanks in New York, and kind of near Ethos across the street. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still laughing about Saki and Sandals. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Uh, right next to Rollins College. Yeah, it's where Little yeah. Blue Donuts used to be, right? Yes, and their truck is still operating. Ah, uh, so it's a shame that their space. I hope work. this. I hope Tin Taco does well. Uh, I, I think they obviously are doing well, and they have a pretty loyal customer base. <coughs> and even though people seem to be suffering from like taco, taco exhaustion, at least taco fatigue on online, at least. You know, the vocal minority. Yeah, that you is put like, some tacos oh, in front of any of those people, they're going to eat them. Yeah, who's not going to eat a taco? Yeah. Burrito, some people. Yeah, I'm will more of a taco second guy. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would eat it. Yeah. I just If I had tacos and burritos in yeah. front of me, I'd You'll have eat, tacos. If I buy it for you, you're going to eat the I'll burrito. I'll eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob Bear is one of the founders of Gringos Locos. And, but they split off, and he started doing his own thing. And he's the guy that came up with the Double D Taco, I believe. And so clearly he's, like, the creative one that was in that Oh, to put group. two tacos together? Or? I haven't seen any. Everybody loves the Double D. It's true. When you ask them if they go to Gringos Locos, they all say, oh, yeah, that Double D, delicious. Uh I, I hope they could step it up because I've, I've seen Gringos hit a plateau. You think so? Yes. And then I know their downtown location does well considering all the other ones. But it's going to be right around the corner from the upcoming Taco Bell Cantina, ah. which should be opening up. Any- oh. Yeah, but <laughs> Did you see that banner that came up on the side of it? No. Uh, <laughs> there's somebody put a banner Let's on say the side. Moss. Diarrhea coming soon. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> stapled it to the wood. That's hilarious. <laughs> Actually... One of the the owners of a local taco restaurant sent me the photo when I was in Nashville. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I'll try to share it. You it's should share funny. that. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I totally forgot it was on my phone while I was driving. So I, it's But, like, if, you're, if you have a choice between Taco Bell and, and Gringo's, I'm, I'm probably going to pick Gringo's over Taco Bell. Depends on how. I don't know. I don't know. Really? And it's, and it's not normal Taco Bell. It's, like, upscale Taco Bell. And they I don't care liquor. how upscale Taco Bell you can make. It's liquor still Taco and beer. Bell. I know, but at two in the morning, you've had a I few know, drinks. It'll be fun already. just to go there, you know. It'd be fun to see something new, and, and I don't know. You've had a few drinks. You want, you, yeah. You just but, want tacos. Well, let's. We'll All go right. to the break. We'll come back, and we're going to tell you about a new director of an arts organization. Oh yeah, uh, fancy sidewalks and more. All right. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Tickets to our next Library After Hours would make the perfect gift for the book nerds on your list. New York Times bestselling author Debbie Maycomer will be at the Orlando Public Library for Library After Hours on January 31st. Enjoy stories, crafts, and activities inspired by those red and white peppermint candies you see this time of year. Peppermint Pals is at our Winter Garden branch on December 26th. 
It's recommended for toddlers and preschoolers. You've still got time to join our LFA book club in reading Jane Austen's Persuasion. The club will meet on January 9th to chat about the book. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm Sharon from Finance. Brandon O'Connor from Bungalow.com. Nobody likes Sharon from Finance. Nobody likes Sharon. She always wants to see your, your <laughs> expense reports. Show me your expense report. How, did, how did you spend $25 on a dinner? Why are you always sending me receipts in a shoebox? I can get a baked potato, a steak, <laughs> and carrots for $12.95 at Cracker Barrel. This stub has schmutz on it. Yeah, no good, no good. Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines on Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods including mills 50 because we're here at mills park tonight hanging out at the rooftop bar of bellicoso <laughs> jinx it's a uh, brand new cigar bar brand new cigar bar overlooking uh brass top i can see patty sheehan's house from here and her chickens and all her chickens and bamboo looking good looking good girl brass tap they're always busy Always, because they had trivia tonight too. I feel like every time I drive by there, there's tons of people there. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone uh, to trivia with some lawyers there before. It's like, a, it's like a fun. Are lawyers good at trivia or not? Uh, they were okay. Yeah, they didn't know the pop culture stuff. Yeah, no, but they knew like the world history things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. At All least right. that group I was with. Ah, and uh, uh, if, if you like what you hear. Go to bungalower.com. Thanks. You can uh, read everything there. Follow Brendan on Facebook and Twitter. If you're just tuning in on, on air, this is Real Radio 104.1. What are you doing? Station identifications now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm All also right. letting our podcasters know that we're a radio show first, That's podcast true. second. That's true. Because we're true. a big deal here. Also, I'm a little sick tonight, so if you hear me cough, I apologize. Yeah, gross. We're yeah. going to have to sterilize our uh, microphones. We'll just edit them out later. I. <laughs> We should make it sound like a tingling noise, okay. like fairy wings. Like a clown horn. Clown, yeah, that's what every time you cough, that's Mama. what we do. Or like black lung coughs. Like <laughs> <laughs> I got the black lung pop. <laughs> um, that movie's like 20 years old now, right? Zoolander? At least 15. No. He had some bigger cheekbones back then. Yeah? Yeah, he was a handsome guy. Yeah? You never see Ben Stiller anymore. You don't see him in a lot of movies. Oh, what's right. he doing? <laughs> Typecast. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Philharmonic has a new director. They do. Have you ever been to a Philharmonic uh, concert, Brendan? Yes, and I've also gone to some indirect ones when. Uh, Where you just like showed up at a venue, like, oh my gosh, they're playing. No, they play for like Orlando Ballet sometimes. Oh, or, that's right. That's or right. The, I actually went to an outdoor concert. They had Peter and the Wolf <laughs> over yeah. in I what I the park. Lockhaven Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I went to a concert one time. Uh, It was the opening night of the Philharmonic. This was probably four years ago now. I think I got free tickets. Uh, I want to say I was working at WESH at the time. (laughs) Got free tickets. It was like the rainiest night ever in Central Florida. And it's a funny story because my wife's here tonight. And I am am not cheap, but I'm economical. Okay. Okay. And uh, did not want to pay for parking at all. I'm like, oh, we could just walk there, just pouring out. We park on the street, and I had an umbrella. But it was like the kind of rain where no matter how good of an umbrella you have, you're just going to get drenched. 
by the time we got into the Philharmonic, uh, the Bob Carr, she was just like soaked. And I'm like, no, it's cool. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Freezing. But I'm like, everybody else got wet. We got wet too. It's it's fine. So we get in there and, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of wet. And we, we sit down for the concert. And then you look at the walls in the Bob Carr and there's just like rain coming Whoa. down the walls. Yeah, it was just like that building is so old. That there's just holes, I think, in the ceiling. Just must be covered in mold. Yeah. Like yeah. just mold everywhere. Just patched up with silly putty and paste. <laughs> <laughs> and good intentions. <laughs> yeah. So that was my Philharmonic experience. <laughs> it's a great, great experience, Sean. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, the new director is Paul Helfrich. He's coming to us from Dayton, Ohio, from Dayton's Performing Arts Alliance. I like this, though. I like this idea of what they did there, this alliance. That so, they, they squished together the ballet, opera, and symphony orchestra into one organization. Yeah, I think that's a really great idea because, I mean, once again, I like, you know, I'll go see ballet, I'll go see opera, I'll go see the symphony, but, you know, they can be hard organizations to raise funds and get, get uh, audiences and all that, so I can understand why you'd want to put all those under one umbrella. They're all working together anyway. <laughs> Not that they're going to do it here. But I think it's a really good idea because I'm sure Dayton, Ohio, uh, is not exactly the the wealthiest city in the United States. No. And so I'm sure, like a lot of cities that have these organizations, they might struggle to raise funds so they can sort of share marketing, they can share venues, they can share directors, Do all that stuff. Do you think it would ever happen here? No. Well, you, I don't. What, what would have to happen is either one one of them would have to be failing, or two of them would have to be failing. And the other one would be like, well, we'll take you under our wing. Or they go bankrupt and somebody else starts one and we're just going to put it under our wing. Because nobody would concede enough power yeah. to let them go under one alliance. But I think it's a good idea. I agree. Anyway, I like he, does, he starts in February 2020 next year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The old one left yeah. in March, so they've had yeah. one without. They've only had bit. like three, I think I read, in the last 25 years or something. I like their last one. Chris Barton, he, he was pretty good. So it'll be <laughs> interesting to see if the new guy uh, can... Uh, Flex a little bit. Yeah. Shake things up. You gotta, you gotta get it interesting. You gotta get the younger crowds in there too. What do you uh what do you think of this Soto art artsy fartsy sidewalk? Really, I saw the pictures that you put up on Bungalow, so they're they're painting them? Yeah. Making them fancy. But it's not like paint paint, it's they call it duratherm, which means it's uh super fancy paint. Yeah, Duratherm? <laughs> yeah, it's basically like sand Sounds in like it. like a product I would get at Fair Villa. Oh, Duratherm. <laughs> for interesting, for couples that want to keep it interesting. So, Use so Duratherm. What, so what is it? It's just like an art project? No, it's uh, this is being funded by the, the, what is it, Downtown South Neighborhood Improvement District. They call it the NID. And they, so not, but kind of through the Main Street program, too. And they have identified three crosswalks uh, that are just being resurfaced with this new fancy way that just kind of marks like, hey, you got to slow down. Oh, okay. Pedestrians walk here too. Mostly uh, on Orange Avenue. All Orange Orange Avenue. Avenue. And this is going to be part of this. That whole corridor is getting redone. And they're putting a lot of money and a lot of teeth into it. And they're working with the Florida Department of Transportation to make it – just way more pedestrian friendly. I think it's going to look a lot like Edgewater Drive looks. Little bike paths and medians where people, if they're running across from point A to point B, they can stop in the middle and not get hit by a car. Which isn't like that on Edgewater, though. No. But, like, you know, <laughs> compl- the idea of a complete street. Yeah. Edgewater doesn't have a ton of pedestrians. 
No. But I think that says more about the neighborhood. That's true. Yeah. I don't think a lot of college parkers are. We don't like walking. walking. We have chauffeurs where we live. <laughs> Golf carts on the sidewalk. That's right. Yeah, running people over. The uh, the design is supposed to be inspired by orange slices. I don't see it. Is it just because it's orange? Yeah. yeah. It's like radials. Almost. I think that's that's a stretch. Segments. I think it's a stretch. Too. Yeah. But I like the idea of it. Yeah. And I'm glad it's happening. I I don't know why Soto gets it so fast because Thornton Park had been working for. I want to say six years to get those swan crosswalks installed oh, really? at a much less busy road than uh, Orange Avenue. College so, Park, we just painted them pink. <laughs> we just said, you know what? These will look better pink. So bad. <laughs> and they painted it over top brown. Yeah. And now it's like this like <laughs> sad Pepto-Bismol <laughs> color. Like like someone's Neapolitan ice cream melted it was together. In a, it was inspired by Breast Cancer Awareness Month when they did it originally. Yeah. But then they just sort of let it go. And that's why you use Durham. Chalk. Trademark. <laughs> just, just put chalk. Just It'll put go chalk away in a it. month. You have to use something that can hold up to traffic. And that yeah. was not licensed Or paint. just go away in like a month. <laughs> like or pressure wash it off. Can yeah, we like just sticker. clean up? Can we clean up that pink stuff now? Yeah. So can someone just go pressure wash that intersection? Clean up the the puke that the the Pepto Bismol so puke on the. Yeah, it's like me. No, I won't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already talked about Bellicosa cigars. We're here. This was one of my today. items to talk about, but we're here. Orange County Public Library has mobile checkout. If you don't, you can like use a digital version of your library card that's stored in your phone. I like this. I like it too. Although, what it does it? It allows me to bypass the the checkout counter. Yeah, I can just walk out with books. I guess I don't really understand. Cause like you have to get rid of that like magnet thing in it's, there, right? I guess it like in checking it out with your phone, it like deactivates the trigger when you leave. This. I wonder if they're going to get rid of those little checkout librarians. Is I don't know. About? No. You need the librarians to help you out sometimes. But they'll have like the people upstairs, but you don't need the... They have an information counter. Maybe they're just trying yeah, to get the checkout counter. but not everybody's going to have the app. Can't all afford fancy iPhones like you. They want you to get it, and then... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They'll have to have yeah, a lot of flip phones over there at the library. Yeah. <laughs> little razors. <laughs> I like the I don't flip even phone. think they have the old Nokias there. What's this about Gap closing on Park Avenue? Yeah, so Gap is closing on Park Avenue. You Have you ever got something at the Gap on Park Avenue? I've got some sweaters there, maybe some jeans or something. I'm not really like a Gap You're basics not a Gap kind, kind of guy. guy. Sometimes you just need a brown or a blue sweater. Well, I do. Never. <laughs> they all have to be statement pieces. That's Okay. Everything I own has to have a story. True. Purple cowboy boots. I don't know why I'm staring down your and, life right uh, now. And, and <laughs> Southern Belle dresses. Is it like a debutante dress that you bought in Atlanta? Yeah. It's like the bottom half of an 80s prom dress. It has gems sewn onto it. Nice. And it's like ruffles. You remember in Fern Gully? Did you, did you ever see Fern Gully? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the head like priestess fairy who like dies, it looks like her dress. It's okay. like a meringue pie. It's like ruffles upon ruffles, except there's zebra print and purple. And gems, and it's the bottom half. Somebody bought the top half, but I was like, I wonder if I can just wear this as a poncho. I can, and it looks fantastic. Why would you just buy the top and not the bottom? I don't know. It must have been really cool. <laughs> they wanted to wear it with pants or something. And the people, when I walked out, when I walked down to the checkout counter, they're like, oh, "Are you buying this for your daughter?" And oh. I was like, 
Oh, no. <laughs> this is my new poncho. And I'm, <laughs> just so I'm ready for the next 80s party that comes up. How did we start talking about this? Uh, I don't know. Wait till you see my cowboy boots. Too. Oh, uh, they'll probably They're look so nice. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the Gap uh, Gap's closing on, on Park Avenue. They're actually closing 230 stores across the country. So it doesn't really say this is more about the company versus the state of retail on Winter Park. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I haven't mean, really seen Gaps it that in, busy. Most Gaps are in malls or somewhere. They're not usually always standalone stores. It's a. It's one of the larger standalone stores oh, on yeah. Park Avenue. I don't know what they'll put in there. Do you think it'll be retail or do you think it'll be a restaurant? I think it'll be retail. Okay. I think so. Because the city of Winter Park was mulling over <laughs> putting a moratorium on, like, capping restaurants. Yeah, they don't want any more restaurants. Why? Parking. Oh. You, we've had this yeah. conversation. I Yeah. But, like, I just Curating don't know. it, you know? I don't, you'd have to find a... If it's going to be retail, it has to be a national brand, like... You can't get some local person in there. It's too big of a store. I think an Urban Outfitters would do really well I, there. I don't think so. No? no. What do you think? I don't know. Ann Taylor? Maybe. Crate Egg. Barrel? They have Somebody, that. Don't they no. have that? Oh, Pottery, Pottery Barn. Barn. Same thing to me. Same Different. thing to me. Pottery Barn would do well. Tiny Ikea? <laughs> Tiny Ikea. Oh, that'd be fun. Tiny Kia. Tiny Kia. Is that a thing? No, I don't think so. Let's call them. All right. They could do a pop-up shop. They could. They do pop-ups. Do they? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I when don't know. It, I don't know what could go in there. When's it closing? Uh, January. Okay. After the holidays. I guess I should write about that. Who wrote about that? I think the Sentinel did at first. Okay. Or the Business Journal, one of the two. All right. I'll pick that up. Uh, that new Korean fried chicken place that we promised you in Mills 50 is opening up. Did you go yet? No. It's oh, it's, it is street. open, but oh, yeah, they've run out. It's just down the street. It opened when I was in Nashville. Eating hot chicken. Did you get a hot chicken? I did. I broke my diet. Did for you go it. to like the place that does it? There's like uh, one place that's known for it. It was too busy, and I oh, went to another like one that was really right? rated. Yeah, Mama. So I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Called. I read a whole New Yorker article on it. Oh, <laughs> it was good. There was. I went. Yeah, it was awesome. Good. It was really spicy. Oh yeah, it's hot. And I, I'm lactose, so I couldn't drink any milk. <laughs> I decided to pray. <laughs> for so the, yeah, first, this is, the first this time is a, ever <laughs> This is a Korean chicken place Yeah, it's which, owned by the guys that own uh, King Bao and Pokehana Yeah, yeah, yeah you, uh, you a big fan of Korean fried chicken? What makes it Korean fried chicken? Uh, it's the sauce and then it's the spices that, that I guess it came from a point in Korea the protein, at, when it was, it was birthed, uh, protein was kind of like a special thing, right? And so you, fried chicken, they would do it like twice a year. I just we, we, we shared a little video about the roots of Korean fried chicken okay. where it came from in, the, in our post. And uh, they would send it with their kids when they had these two field trips. So they, it was something you could box up. Ah. It would keep. And then you could take it with you. Okay. Yeah, and so just special, okay, crunchier, okay, it's double and fried. It's I think like so. It's the, super it's moist. It's not just like the drumsticks. It's like other parts of the chicken, right? I think it's more like strips. I don't think so. That's what I think. I've it's had. like the wings. I've had the wings. I've had drumlets, and then I've had strips. So right. I think it just depends on who's doing it. They, they uh, got, it's they what got, everybody goes to Domu for. <laughs> they got waffle fries. Oh, I like that. You like waffle fries? Oh yeah, I, I like, like a waffle, waffle fries. fries. Chicken and waffle fries. Yeah, that's really funny. It does sound good. I like that. So this is in the old uh, noodles and rice space. Did you go there? Yeah, I went there once. They had a great pineapple rice dish. It was pretty good, but just didn't make it because they did hot pot there, right? Yeah, and they yeah. had like a special hot pot 
section. It was all like, like pulled in. They had a really fancy walls. Yeah, I think I went there once and it was good. Just I want to see the new. Uh, I want to see the new layout. It the, looks fancy. It, it does it. It just looks. Oh, it just looks like an open concept with, with metal chairs. Yeah, with metal chairs. Everybody uses those same metal yeah. chairs. That's Probably a shame. Cheaper. Oh yeah, someone buys it wholesale. It's probably at Restaurant Depot. Um, I'll go this check is it a out. little out of our zone. I got one last thing. There, there's a new Frontier Airlines building a $10 million hangar here. Oh. <laughs> which I thought was pretty cool because that just means more people are traveling here, more airlines are wanting to fly here. So. At the International Airport? Yeah, at OIA and MCO. But $10 million, 35,000 square feet, going to house their planes. It just shows they're putting an investment in Orlando, so I thought that was kind of cool. I think that's super cool. Frontier Airline is very cheap. They're trying so. to get more like connector domestic flights out of Orlando right now. I've seen that a lot, like uh, as much as possible. They fly a lot. I mean, they fly a lot of places. You can find pretty good deals on there. Well, Frontier, if you'd like to get the word out, give us a call. Yeah, we'll go for a flight. Yeah. We'd oh wait, that reminds me, Brett. Uh-oh. Real quick story. Uh, I want to start this thing in the new year where I write letters to people that I think do a good job because I think a lot of times people complain and so I want to try to do the reverse. So I actually did this the other day. Wonderful. I wrote a complaint or not a complaint, a uh, compliment a complimentary letter to Spirit Airlines oh. because they got me there alive <laughs> and uh, it was a really uh, turbulent flight. And I felt bad for the pilot because, like, it was so turbulent. And he landed us safely. And so I wrote them a letter saying thank you for getting me to my Thanksgiving on time and alive. Did you get a response? I did, actually. I got a response via email that said, so you know like, the, we they, got it. And thank you. And we'll pass it along to the flight crew. What was the name of the person? Uh, I think her name was... We work. We've worked with Spirit a lot. I think I'll tell you right now. If you can talk for a second, okay? Because we Spirit sent me down to uh, Virgin Islands Ooh. for a free trip, and I loved it. And I'm hoping to do more work with them. Shanique, Shanique. I don't know. Sounds good. So, when I have good experiences at places, I want to try to write them a letter. You should also be talking about it on your radio show. <laughs> I could. I like that too. I could. Do you have any other good experiences while I was gone? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sick. All right. Well, I want to give a shout out to, if we're doing good experiences, shout out to uh, Mullinax Ford, who loaned me my my car for the week. Yeah? Yeah. It was awesome. I, I drove a Ford Escape 2020 cool. model. Oh, nice. Had fancy bells and whistles on it that I finally got the hang of by the end of the week. And uh, I dug it. Cool. And I want to say it's the first time I've ever really used cruise control. Ever? I, in your ever, life? Ever in my life. And I felt like it was self-driving. You know, my dad had a story uh, real quick. Okay. My dad had a story where he said he knew some guy that it was like when cruise control just came out. Yeah. I don't know. He might have just been telling a story <laughs> that the guy put it on cruise control and then he got in the back seat. <laughs> but he didn't know that that's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> and now we get autonomous vehicles. Yeah. Thanks, guy. You got in the back seat for making that happen. So I'm, I'm really in- interested to see the events that you picked. I want to see. I just copy and pasted what you write. I want to see the flavor of of like the ones that you chose. You didn't I didn't just choose any of them. These are all the ones that were happening this week because it's Christmas this week. Oh. Okay. Well, let's did I just disappoint you there? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> and, and I don't. And I have an. This is on your list. website, so if you're disappointed, it's your fault. <laughs> Hopefully, this is this year. I hope so too. Phantasmagoria is doing a through a Christmas Darkly event. That's happening. I saw that on Wesh. So that is a real thing. That's. 
I'm just saying. I might have pulled it from 2018. Who knows? This is what happens when you if put it's me on in our charge. website. The 2018s are gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry Ooh. about it. I feel like you just said that <laughs> our stuff isn't real unless you see it on West. Oh no, 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 no! I'm gonna blame it on your hot toddy. No, I did have a hot toddy tonight, like an old lady. Uh, it's a special one night only dinner performance at Maxine's on Shine. Maxine's, if you're listening, we're talking about you. Okay. It's happening right yeah, now. There you go. <laughs> best, Stop complaining. Best brunch in Central Florida. Yeah, if I have to go there and hear that we don't talk about you again, I'll be really sad. We're talking about you right now. You got great brunch. And they're not making Bloody Marys with wine anymore because they have liquor. Oh, good. Yeah. Check that out. So, <laughs> That's funny. Appetizer, dessert, special entree, all included, special one-night thing, blah, blah, blah. Make your 2020 fabulous darting. What is this? Oh, <laughs> Lori Cox, my uh, my wellness coach. We have one of her, she has an event that she's doing online. If you want to learn about how to launch your 2020 that much better, I do uh, with some new things. She's not about uh, uh, what do you call them? New Year's resolutions. resolutions. Do it now. <laughs> Why wait? If you make it, if you if you plan to do it just for 2020, a New Year, it probably won't happen. That's right. You'll fail. But it's still a good exercise, you know. And she's great. So if you want to, why start the year apologizing for the last one? Life's too short. So if you want to hear more. Don't do any resolutions. Just type make your 2020 fabulous into our search bar on bungalow.com. You'll see see what we're talking about. Picture of Brendan in a a baby's diaper. (laughs) Are you drunk? No. That's like like the New Year's. There's baby. no excuse for what you just said. I don't understand where that came from. Uh, the Golden Gals. It's a Christmas musical taking place at the Parliament House. Uh, I saw the previous Golden Gals uh, performance that they did there, and it was amazing because they're they're exactly like oh, really? the Golden Girls, but they're all in drag. And so their Christmas musical special, I'm assuming, is going to be absolutely perfect. That's taking place all weekend at Parliament House. Uh, nine o'clock shows, and if you go to a show uh, at their Footlight Theater, you get in free for the rest of the night to all the other bars oh, and venues. So yeah, right. plus who's your getting... favorite. Who's your favorite Golden Girl? Uh, Rose, Rose, Blanche, Sophia, Blanche. Okay, yeah, Bl- Blanche is Blanche the saucy one, right? You of yourself a little bit. If you were to be a retired woman in Florida, I think I'm a little bit. Of, I'm a little bit of all of them. All right, to be honest, yeah, probably more Rose. But I got a little Blanche in okay. me, too. You? All right. uh, I wouldn't mind a little Blanche in me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, was a, you, that was a joke. Because you're an old dude. Yeah. 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 Who's your, well, which, uh, what's your answer? Which who, golden which girl one's, are you? Which one's B. Arthur? The other one. Not Rose. Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. Yeah. I like I'm Dorothy. probably more of a Who's Dorothy. her mom? Sophia. Sophia. I love uh, Sophia. Yeah. She's my favorite. <laughs> uh, movie in the park. is They're, they're showing Elf. Over at uh, Blue Jacket Park on, is that Saturday? 5.30 p.m.? Elf. Elf, not Elf. elf. Not Elf. Don't, no, not to no, be confused Nobody with from elf. Melmax going to be not there. <laughs> your cats are safe. <laughs> <laughs> you go on over. It's Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Go check that out. 5.30. I like Elf. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. The movie starts at 7, but you can get in there quick to like save your perfect spot at 5.30. Ah, that's crazy if you're lining up at 5.30. It's yeah. a big part. You can watch it on DVD if you like it that much. <laughs> Why go that early? <laughs> Although it would be fun to watch Elf outside. Yeah, we got to go, Brendan. What? We got to go. Oh, okay. 
There's more events up on bungalore.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Thank you to Bellicosa for hosting us. 150 episodes. 150th episode. 150 more. Holla. Holla.